0: John, chapter 13. We are reading the first 10 verses together. 1 to 10. So, I'll read verse 1. read verse 2. I'll read verse 3. And on and on like that. When we now get to verse 10, all of us will read together. Um, may I ask that you uh, please stand up while we read together from the Word of God. Uh, we stand for for president we stand for governor we stand for kings i think god also deserves that kind of honor Uh, let's be on our feet while we read if you are there say i'm there there. if you are not there say wait for me okay everybody is there okay john chapter 13 verse 1 before the passover celebration Jesus knew that his hour had come to leave this world and return to his Father. He had loved his disciples during his ministry on earth, and now he loved them to the very end. Verse uh, 2. Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything and that he had come from God and will return to God. Verse 4. He from and laid aside his garments and took two hours and dried himself. And poured water into a basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet trying them with the towel he had around him. Then come said to me to sign your son Peter, and Peter said unto me, Lord, let up thou wash my face. Jesus replied, you don't understand now what I'm doing, but someday you will. Verse 8. Simon Peter exclaimed, Then, wash my hands, my head as well. Lord, not just my feet. Verse 10, together, Jesus replied, A person who has breathed all over does not need to wash except for the feet to be entirely clean. And you disciples are clean, but not all of you. Father Lord, we ask that your word will bring life into every life that is here in the name of Jesus. Amen. The entrance of your word will give light and life in the name of Jesus. Amen. We will not remain the same in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you, please be seated. Today, I'm going to be talking about what I title The Glory of Is on your knees. Somebody say that. Come on, say it again. The Bible recorded here that Jesus was having having supper with his disciples. And if you read from chapter twelve, they were they just finished fighting on who will sit on his right, who will sit on his left. Who is the greatest in the kingdom? In fact, chapter John had a mother. Thank God for our mothers. Somebody say thank God for our mommies.
1: Thank God. A mother brought
0: his two children to Jesus. And they said Jesus, you know, he has pressed button Because for, for, for them to need someone to come and betray Jesus. The crowd that surrounds Jesus is enough to prevent direct access. So for this mother to bring his two sons, he has no peace. He has known who to send to. Him. So she had direct access to Jesus, brought two sons, two children, and said, Jesus, let one sit at your right and the other sit at your left. Our oh, you know It's bad enough to say, okay, oh, let him push. At least one of my sons. Let him sit by your left. Let another person's son <laughs> sit on the other side. But you brought two sons. I said, let us see by your right, let us see by your left. People, they've been pressing buttons, they've been pushing, they've been arguing among themselves who is the greatest. Jesus was even telling them in chapter 12, you people don't understand this thing you are talking about who is the greatest. So while they were busy fighting on those, while they were busy arguing on what, what I mean, when Jesus lives, when, I don't know. Some of, some of us. I, I, I will prescribe this this movie, The Chosen. It's a it, it's, it's the story of Jesus in another level. In amazing uh, uh, research done into that. The Chosen. Uh, the season three, I think, is out, but it's not yet in public. It is just in cinemas now. But that that guy, the guy that did the movie, is a pastor's son, and God is using a This is seriously. Uh, Is a pastor's son who did amazing research on the Jewish culture. So he brought a lot of context that we some sometimes ignore. You know, he brought those contexts into uh, uh, this movie, and you could see that there was this kind of, kind of uh, uh, mentality among the disciples. Uh, Don't worry, now you want to see Jesus? Controls. now, I'll I'll get it, I'll get it free pass. They've been fighting on who is the In fact, Simon the Zealot, a number of people don't know this. Okay, let me me just tell a bit of story about the the sects of of the Jews at that time. They, they, They had the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Those are the major people that we talk about. The Sadducees were the priests uh, or the, the people that that romance with the government. The Sadducees were the richest of them. So they romance with Roman government. So that's why a typical Pharisee is the Sadducees. And the Sadducees don't believe in resurrection of the dead. They don't believe in Messiah is coming. So this act that we are is you are in government or any government in power. Let's just, we are party party. So, but the Pharisees are the ones that study the torah study the law the pharisees are the ones that believe that oh resurrection of the dead angels they believe in all those things now there is another sect of in judaism called the zealots the zealots appeared in the book of acts the zealots are like the Boko Haram faction (laughs) to islam or isis the way isis is to islam those were the zealots the zealots, uh, when Paul was was overdoing, when he was he was showing himself in the Book of Acts, forty of them swore an oath by God that they will not eat or drink till they kill Paul. That's the sect. They, those the sect, the zealots believe that the fact that these foreigners are occupying our land is annoying enough, so the zealots will rather kill. The zealots will rather destroy. And Jesus had a disciple who was a zealot. Simon the zealot. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So Simon the zealot was the. It's just like, it's just like a geo. You know, let's, 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 I, I love to contextualize things. Let's bring context into this. One of our, our popular fathers in this land now has Shekau as his disciple, as one of the pastors, one of the ministers. <laughs> it's, like, ah! He's not right. it's not. like, It's not Besides, you guy even imagine decide that Shekau is not the one guarding pastor, let's see, pastor that Egypt, or that is maybe one of the guys that you know this guy is Boko Haram, is not in the disciple. That was what Simon Ezekiel was and Jesus had him as disciple. Matthew, we don't know, Matthew was a young man. Matthew had an excellent mathematical skills. So, that was why, as a Jew, he was, he was recruited to be a tax collector. Now, it's bad enough to be a Roman tax collector to the Jews. Because the Jews hate the fact that Romans are collecting taxes on them. Now, a Jew now became a tax collector. In fact, Matthew cannot go out in the afternoon when Jews see him, they spit on him that you, you sold, you you went to sell us out. Did you understand? Imagine you, you now went to sell us out to these Romans. You are helping them to collect taxes from us. Jesus took that one as a disciple. Someone that on a normal day they don't want to associate with him. So you understand the mix, the, in quotes, that Jesus did in choosing his disciples. Simon the Zealot, till Jesus died, was always carrying knife. That guy, like go and people. So you understand when they, when they were fighting about who is the greatest, you understand the kind of mix. Thomas was a, was a wine seller. In fact, in story had did that, Thomas was the one that came to supply the wine in Cana of Galilee. He was a businessman. The guy was a businessman. he gave his mind. He want to sell something. How much was the profit? So the kind of mixed multitude that Jesus brought together as his disciples. You can understand why they will be fighting. On Peter, are you. You ought to become the leader. Right? Maybe Simon would have told you that. oh God, now we date here. Yeah. I will call boys. Just like we know we are in political season now. So some, some people are already saying that they are, for their candidates. Now we will rule this land. Now we will tell people we, waiting to vote around here. Now we take ground. Maybe Simon the Zealot was telling them, hey, bros, if you want me to call boys now, surround you, I will call Now we take ground. And they were fighting. They didn't know. The Bible says, Jesus knew his time had come. And this was the final lesson that Jesus had to teach his disciples. The very final lesson is like saying that you want to, um, you know, if you are, as I imagine is a teacher, or those of us who are teachers, you know that when you want to, the final class, Especially for your three sets SS3, Primary Six, or the people that are graduated uh, from university. The final class that you know that ah, this is the is always very emotional. That is when you start giving all your motivational speeches. You people should not forget the son of who you are. You know, we have taught you in this school. So the final lesson is always height. But Jesus was who de- decided to, to teach his final lesson. By acting <clears throat> he has given parables, he has taught, he has done everything. But this very final lesson, it was it was no longer spoken, it was acted. So for you to understand the importance of what Jesus was about to do. <coughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says Jesus got up, laid aside his garments, and went on his knees. In fact, before the Bible started describing what Jesus did, it, it gave a caveat, John gave a caveat that Jesus knew that God has given him the authority already. He knew that he was about to face to experience the greatest level of glory. Yes, before that experience, he went down on his knees. Lesson number one, whenever you are faced with new glory, up to your knees. Whenever you are faced with new glory, drop down on your knees. Don't face a new glory, a new level, with your eyes and heads, your shoulders high. Ah, now we did it. Always drop on your knees. I was talking to someone a couple of days ago, uh, and we we're like, uh, uh, I think he was talking about uh, some people, uh, they got transferred, a young man got transferred from a particular place to a, 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 a department, country nationwide, in a conglomerate, in a multinational. And he said the guy didn't spend so and so number of days, he died. That the person they fired, watch this, the person they fired from that position lodged in a hotel close to the head of he didn't leave that hotel, he didn't leave. when they fired, him, he didn't leave that hotel, they brought this young boy to come and replace him, the guy didn't leave the hotel until the guy died, they brought the guy back until that young boy died. He knew the guy said that because that's the official of, of, of way the Lord. The guy was praying to say they think They are coming here. Well, I'm coming back. So we're now discussing that. Hey, young, all this generation people don't know that there is no. They you you can't be neutral in life. <laughs> you cannot be neutral. It's either you are deeply occultic or you are deeply prophetic. That you just want to come and do church and act church and do and play nice, you can afford the cost to do that. Maybe when you are still in the lower end of your career, as you are climbing higher, sir, the knees, your knees was go closer to the floor. But the guy just thought that it was, it was only by brain they used to do. they used to get promotion. <coughs> I'll share this story So that you don't think that it's about Nigeria. Because some people are like, ah, if we chop you may not find that. I lived for about three to four years in the UK. I worked a bit, I did my master's, so I worked a bit before I came back to Nigeria. I heard a story from my pastor. One of the members got a, a job as a project manager and Contract jobs uh, abroad pays more than permanent staff because because the company is not is not, uh, is not paying for your insurance and things like that, so they pay you higher. So he got a contract job as a project manager and he's a, he's a daily, very lovely guy, lovely pay. So they were taking him around, introducing him to the whole team, like first day at work kind of a thing. Another person was resuming the, so the guy that got the job is an African, is a Nigerian. So another person was resuming the same day as a deputy project manager. This deputy project manager is an Indian, or a Caucasian, I'm not sure, but it's from Asia. So this, our Nigerian is a project manager. This Caucasian is a deputy. So when they were, when they finished introduction, that Caucasian guy said, I want to show you people and his power, he said they should put a glass of water on the table. They put a the glass of water on the table. The guy used his eyes to raise the glass and dropped it back. And he faced this is our Nigerian. I applied for your role, but he gave me the booty. I just want to tell you that. Welcome to so The guy ran to the To say welcome, oh, but it is your drone I applied for. But, <laughs> but I have to report to you. I thought <laughs> I should know. I don't say welcome, I just want to think that to church. So in life, sir, you cannot be neutral. So when you get the next level of glory. You should always drop down on your knees. Praise the Lord. So, whenever you're on your way up, always go down on your knees. So, this final class that the master was teaching before he went away was a class on submission. He was teaching a class on submission by illustration. So, there are three steps. I want us to look at here. Step number one. Bible says, he laid aside his garment. He laid aside his garment. What does that mean? No other agenda. A number of us we move a position of humility, but with hidden agenda. You know, it is possible for someone to look on in fact, when I was younger, I I, I I used to read that place in the book of Proverbs that seven things the Lord hates. Six is the Lord, and seven things he, he cannot stand. And number one is a proud look. That place really scares me because how does a man do know no a proud look? So pride can only be determined by God. The Bible says it's about about manasseh. Uh, manasseh. The king in Israel he, he, he did so well, so great things that three kings combined could not do he expanded the military of, 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 of Israel he expanded their borders he expanded economy he did uh, agriculture he did a lot of things and the Bible says he was helped till he became very great but he now became deep in his own eyes that was it. He ended up as a leper. When people look humble with a hidden agenda, there are people like us. They call them humble. Yes, sir. Yeah, like, uh, they, 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 they look humble. Uzziah, yeah, sorry, not Manasseh. Manasseh was a very terrible king. Sorry, it's Uzziah. Thank you, sir. Manasseh was, uh, <laughs> was was the worst king in the history in the combined history of Israel and Judah. Yeah, it's Uzziah. Yeah, thank you, sir. You see now, it's good to have pastors in the. <laughs> so, no other agenda, no hidden agenda. You don't go on your knees with a plan B. Two weeks ago, we we're, 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 were learning about healing faith, and you remember one of the lessons we learned. In that, in, that, in, that, in, that, in that teaching was that the Bible says, if you can say unto this mountain, be moved, and believe in your hearts, and then don't doubt. And we're looking at how can you believe in your heart How can the Bible says you believe in your? Heart. Why did they have to add, don't doubt it? And you know, I can tell you that I'm coming to your house, I'm coming to visit you after service. You know that I have the ability to come and visit you. You believe in your heart that uh-a uh-uh, pastor can come and visit me. But, but Pastor, if don't come, there may be another engagement that helps hold him down. Let me quickly go somewhere else. You had a plan B. Oh, when he calls me, there is around, I will quickly show up. That is doubting. Like, okay, he can. I know he has the ability to come, but in case he doesn't come, let me have a plan B. That is the Bible is saying that when you say a thing, you act by faith. Don't have a plan B. The same thing here. Don't have an eating agenda. Lay aside every other agenda. Step number two. He guarded himself. With a towel. He guarded himself with a towel. What does this mean? This symbolizes service. It's like a typical African woman. I don't know. But, man, tell me. If your wife wakes up on a Saturday morning and goes to the kitchen and wears apron, you know that they are kitchen apron. You know that today, ah. Uh, <laughs> that, you know, they I go to the kitchen, I just cook in the ball. He just woke up Saturday morning. Oh, where are you from? Oh, ah. Something is happening <laughs> today. Hallelujah. So, this is like, this. We are, we are ready for business. This is a place of servitude, a place of submission. When I was younger, uh, in my early university days, I think I was in under level, thereabout, about. Bonnke, that was where Reynal crusade was, almost everywhere in the southwest. And some of my mentors then, big men of God, will go and serve as usher in Reynal crusade. They would go and serve as counselors, as people that will count, you know like some in quotes, uh, low jobs and at the same time somebody will be fighting over the money hey, you, you? like in, in my own opinion you are fighting over money that some, someone else in this brought you cannot bring that as you need in the position to be bringing that kind of money did you understand like pastor Hassan brought money for the work of ministry, and I'm fighting. Instead of me to go and lock myself in the room and say, "God, you are using someone like this. Use me, so that me too, I can be spending for ministry." And those men of God, who were, I mean, they were big in my eyes. They will go and be and be the ones sleeping. Be the ones. Uh, think of our grandmothers. You know, some of some of the favours some of us are enjoying is that grandma will always go to church no matter. The age I age, no matter what the the status of our children, she still go and sweep church. Some of our grandmothers, it is because they were mopping church, they were sweeping, they were cleaning the seat, that the favor that even resting upon us. Servitude, a symbol of service. Have a heart of service to get this next level of glory. Your heart must be of service. Whenever Jesus wants to make perform a miracle, the Bible says He will look at people and have mercy on, him, and He will pity them. He, his heart—it the, wasn't for for glory. I, I was listening to a, a short clip by Pastor Chris, Pastor Chris uh, during the week, and it was it was like um, no, no, I think it's Pastor Sam, Pastor Sam me. It was still yesterday that people people, uh, uh, some ministers, young ministers, make a mistake and focus on money. Whereas, if you focus on meeting needs, if you focus on service, automatism is a a law of nature, money follows service. So, if you want to get this next level of glory, if you want this glory to come to you, focus so your hearts on service. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And number three, step number three, he washed their feet. <laughs> now, in Bible days, everybody walks. In fact, I don't know, I think there are donkeys in Abuja now. I, 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 I'm I've seen a donkey before. I said, I said they did not. So I have. Oh, you see that? If it was Lagos, I'm very sure those ones have never seen a donkey. Yeah. <laughs> but how can people ride donkey? Donkey is slow now. Okay, you your your leg. is faster. If you are walking, you faster than the donkey. So only a few people rode donkeys. In fact, most of the times. The right donkey, they put the, either the vulnerable or their load on the donkey. So the donkey carries the load, while they, they walk and take the donkey. So, everybody walks, only probably the king will have a chariot and horse. 90% of people in Bible days walked. So as they are walking, wherever they go, their feet will gather dust. That's why it's a practice that when you get to someone's house, the first thing they will put water at the entrance. You first wash your legs. So that where you have been you will not come and stay where you are. Because as you are going to the bathroom, I think you your water about Everywhere you've been, the dust is gathering. For instance, this is our very wonderful road now. The dust is red, red sand, red sand we gather. Maybe you're now going to another place that is sharp sand, sharp sand we gather. Everywhere you are going is a gathering of where you have been. Where you have been, where you have been been is gathering. And now, Jesus was telling them, now that I am washing your feet, where you are now, it doesn't matter where you have been. I am giving you a fresh start. Everything that you have been, everything you've been through, everything that's happened to you, I'm washing it away. Nothing you went through in your life is going to affect this moment. That was what Jesus was telling them. Please let's let's read chapters verse six. Someone should just read verse six, maybe to nine or ten. The lesson There's a very important lesson I want to learn here. Watch out for people with extreme behaviors. Then comment it to Simon Peter. Yes, sir. Peter said unto me, Lord, does thou wash my feet? Hmm. Jesus answered and said unto me, What I do, what I do thou know. Now not now, for thou shalt know where I am. Peter said unto me, thou shalt never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, I you thee Lord. thou hast no part with me. And Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, not my feet only. My heart, my, my, hand my head, my everywhere. Thank you very much. Abby. Now, the Bible says Jesus was washing feet. He didn't start with Peter. Peter saw him washing and coming. It was when they got to Peter. Peter now said, Ah, Bro, will you wash my own feet? No, 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 no. you will never wash my feet. Blah, blah, blah. And Jesus said, we'll come to that verse 7 later. What I'm doing, you don't know now, you'll know later. And he said that, if I don't wash your feet, you have no part in me. What? From someone that said, don't touch me, don't wash my feet, don't do this. From that, he went again to wash my head, wash my hands, wash my People with extreme behaviors, beware of them. The people that are going say, are they good today? You understand, there are all those, uh, it's only a small sort of they'll go again to another extreme. Extremism is a sign of immaturity. Either in religion, either in life, when someone always goes to the extreme for stuff, is a sign of immaturity. You know, these are our wonderful children. now. We have, maybe we had a, a, a children department, and the children that teaches them today that it's good to give. When you give, God will give you back. You know that child can get home tomorrow and call all the neighbors. when when mommy was sleeping, call the neighbors to come and pack everything in the mommy's fridge. Why? Because Auntie told us yesterday that when you give, God will give you back. Mommy, will, mommy may be angry, but you understand that. That is because that child, at that time, is immature. Another extreme behavior of a child can be that, you gave the child biscuits, you are the one that just gave the child biscuits. Ask the child, give me some of it. Most of them, what would they do? The one that the biscuit, the opposite biscuit like it came from me. So when you see people go either to the extreme left or to the extreme right, it's always because they are immature. And I put here balance is the nature of God. Balance is the nature of God. Now let's let's look at okay. Let me go a little bit scientific. I had I have a background in microbiology. So we know that when you say your hands are clean, there's a difference between cleanliness and sterility. These your hands are clean if you wash it with soap and water. They are clean, but those hands are not sterile. They are clean, they don't have dirt or germs, what we call germs. But there are some germs or microorganisms that must be on your hands, if not, you will die. But those microorganisms must be there in a specific quantity. You can't drink sterile water. Water that doesn't have any impurity, you can't drink it, you will die. But the water needs to contain some microbes in a specific amount. When it is too much, it, starts, it affects you, it infects you. When it is not there, you will not be able to survive because you need those organisms to survive. So God himself created life and nature on balance. If there are no microorganisms in the world, nothing that will, nothing will decompose our food, nothing will decompose our waste. The whole world will be a, will be a big balloon of waste. But those same organisms it's just like the cell in the body. The cell needs to be functioning. When the cell is, is malfunctioning and it's multiplying, it's multiplying abnormally, they call it cancer. Well, it is the cell of the body. Well, you can't say that, oh, because you don't want cancer. I don't want any cell in my body. You cannot live. So God himself created us with balance in mind. The same thing, with mature Christians, you need to be balanced. Balanced about life, balanced about ministry, balanced about your spiritual life. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay, let's just wrap up. Uh, Verse 7, Jesus said, what I'm doing now you will not understand. And he said that, I only need to wash your feet. For your whole body to be clean. In those days, they won't understand because the knowledge in science is not is not as as advanced as we have now. But uh, what the physiotherapists and all these body massage people? they, They they told us that all the nerve endings in your body, all of them, ends on your feet. In fact. This, I've seen the image of Google it the nerve endings on the feet. You will see that if your heart is having a problem, there is a particular spot on your feet that you just need to massage. If it is your ears, there's a spot on your feet that they need to massage. Anywhere in your body, every part of your body, have their nerve endings on your feet. That's why at times doctor says we should hurt ourselves. Like put up your shoes. Don't just be wearing shoes every time, wearing shoes every time. At times, walk barefooted. Praise that because all the left endings of your own body is on your feet. So Jesus was telling him, it was scientific. He didn't get it at that time. At that time, they didn't get it. They didn't know there's a doctor here. Sir. Am I right? Yeah. Oh, at that time they didn't know. So once I wash your feet, even scientifically, your whole body, outside and inside, is clean. God is said to wash somebody's feet today in the name of Jesus. God has sent me to you to tell you that He said to wash your feet in the name of Jesus. That nothing you've been through, nothing that has happened in your past, will stop this new level of glory in the name of Jesus. While everybody was fighting about the high and the mighty, who is it on the right? Who is it on the left? The glory has always been on the floor, on the knees. That is where the glory had always been. If you are interested in doing great things, you must learn to get on the floor. If you are interested in going far in life, you must learn to get on the floor. Let's be on our feet. Before I invite Arita to lead us in prayers for about 10 minutes, the Lord has spoken to me that He set to expose you Amazing inventions, new inventions, brand new inventions. I want us to pray to God. Open my eyes to what I ought to do. these brand new inventions. This new level of glory. Open my eyes, from the of prayer, the of prayer. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Father, open my eyes to this new level of glory. Open my eyes to this amazing invention that you have promised